Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about why you should stop outsourcing your social media. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. Today, we're getting straight to the point on why you should stop outsourcing your social media. Now, this may or may not be your current situation, but if you're like most of us, this is what your situation is. You're probably a little bit overworked. You may feel a little bit underpaid. You probably don't feel that creative. You probably are working with limited volunteers. You probably at this point are maybe just checking things off because you just got to get things done. And you're going to go with whatever works because you got to move on from one thing to the next thing. And if you find yourself in most of these situations, you find yourself doing something which is called outsourcing your social media. Now, here's what I mean by outsourcing outsourcing your social media. When I use that term, I'm referring to you going to certain companies and organizations that have set up these made-for-you pre-made social media content templates. Um, and I say templates, I'm actually really just referring to pre-made social media content. They're very well-designed, very well-curated images that you can use and you can post onto your social media channels. Now, full disclosure, one, I know a lot of these people who run some of these companies, Sunday Social, Church Butler, And first off, they're wonderful people. Two, I actually use some of this content myself. So this is not one of the things where I'm saying don't ever use it. In fact, I'll go over that here in a little bit. But um, I use the stuff. So I don't want to to give the impression that I've never touched this stuff and I think it's horrible for you. That's not what I'm trying to, what I'm about to tell you. But I want to identify what I'm talking about. And again, these are great people who offer a great service uh, that I think is of actually good value. I think the issue is, is that a lot of us are using this to outsource our social media. And so what I want to walk you through is three reasons why I think you should stop doing that. Why I think you should stop outsourcing your social media. And the first reason is this, is a lot of this wonderful, well-designed, beautiful content does not actually fit your voice and brand. Here's what I mean. A lot of this stuff is really well designed from an aesthetic standpoint, almost to the point to where it looks like it easily could fit in a Instagram profile of Hillsong or Elevation Church. A lot of these wonderful, modern, beautifully well-designed, aesthetically pleasing churches. And they do that really, really well. They own that aesthetic and that look. And that may be your church. Your may church strive to be that way. But if you're like most of us, we're not that. We're not that type of church. You don't have that look. You don't have that feel. Um, My church doesn't have that look and doesn't have that feel. My church is a Southern Baptist church in the South that is really kind of buttoned up. You wear a suit to church kind of deal. We have a choir. Our pastor wears a suit. That's just who we are. And if I use that type of content, which I have had, which I've actually used before, um, it, it feels very off brand. It doesn't feel authentic. In fact, what it ends up doing, in my opinion, is that it doesn't, it, it, it kind of clouds the narrative that you actually should be telling. What happens is, is you end up telling the narrative that comes from these prepackaged websites 
versus the narrative that you really need to be telling. You end up telling the wrong story. It doesn't feel right and doesn't fit right because it's not true to the narrative of actually who you truly are. It's not on brand. Uh, in fact, it's to the point to where, to be honest with you, it's a little bit off-putting if you think about it from a visitor standpoint. They look through your Instagram profile and they see these wonderful, beautiful designed images with all these young people with maybe soy lattes in their hand and they're just having a great time. And it just says, you know, it's got a verse on there, you know, Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven, And... When they walk in your building, they don't see any of that. They see pews. They see hymnals. It just seems like it's very kind of two different stories. You have an Instagram story that tells one thing, and then you get in the building, and it tells a different story. Now, again, you may be striving to go that direction. You may want your church to go that direction. And if so, good for you. But if that's not where you are and that's not where you're going to be, you need to be true to who you are. And a lot of this imagery and this branding and these graphics that we do are that are pre-done for you – I don't think are telling an authentic story to who you really are. Reason number two is I think it makes your Instagram and your Facebook and your Twitter accounts look authentic because it's going to have varying quality. Here's what I mean by that. As I've said and stated before, I think a lot of this prepackaged content that comes from a lot of these companies is very well designed. The problem is, is that you could easily go from having two to three well-designed posts on, say, your Instagram profile, and then you go to a post that you had to create with maybe Microsoft Publisher, maybe Canva, whatever tool you've got at your disposal, and it just doesn't look the same quality as the other posts that you got from these outsourced companies. And that's not because you're you know, you're bad at your job. You just may not be a designer. So yeah, you may work at a Microsoft publisher and you had to do a 4th of July graphic. And so you, you did the best you could to promote that event, but that event graphic that you created just doesn't look up to par with the rest of the graphics that comes from that other company. So what happens, what happens is, is you have this varying quality. So I go to two posts that look great. And then I hit a post that doesn't look so great. So all of a sudden you kind of like, you kind of look behind the mask, if you want, people kind of realize, okay, that's not always coming. It's not always true and authentic to who you are because it's this varying quality and people realize, okay, that post we obviously created and that post they probably bought from somewhere else. Your, your readers kind of get smart to that kind of thing. So I think it kind of really can help. It really kind of causes a issue because there's varying quality. Now, a caveat to that again, is that if you go on like say Sunday social, one of the things I love about them is that they actually will give you the background they use for the graphic and they'll tell you the fonts. You can customize it to kind of promote your events. You can, there are some things you can do to work around to make sure the stuff looks quality across the board. So I want to state that. But I think if you're not careful, you're going to have these two different varying qualities going back and forth on your social media channels. And it's just going to look a bit odd to your audience. And reason number three is that I believe your audience gets wise over time. Because they understand what's really meant for them and what's prepackaged. I think audiences get smarter as they kind of know your brand and they, you don't start to pass what I call the sniff test. And I say this as somebody who's actually found that out in real life. We use a lot of this uh, content for a long time of just kind of populating our channels with all this stuff because quote unquote, it worked. At least we thought it did. And initially it did. We just got a lot of likes on Facebook. We occasionally got some shares. It worked really well on Instagram. But over time, that because going back to point number two, our quality kind of vary going from post to post. It just didn't work out for us in the long run. People kind of started to realize, okay, that's not authentically us. That's not created by us. 
you know, but that doesn't look like anybody from our church. It doesn't have the same feel. And all of a sudden that, that content just start, didn't perform well. It just wasn't really us because our audience got smarter. And I think that's when it's going to happen to you. If it hasn't happened to you yet, I believe it will at some point. Your audience is going to get wise to this and they're going to realize this isn't really you. This isn't really true to your brand. And I think that hurts and affects your brand over the long run. I think it actually in some ways will make your brand brand bland, if you will, and kind of blend in because it's it's going to have this almost generic feel to it because it's not authentic to who you are. So to recap, there's three reasons why I think you should stop outsourcing your social media. One, I don't think it's going to be true to your voice. Two, I think it's going to make your Instagram, Facebook accounts vary in quality, which is not going to be good in the long run. And three, I think your audience is going to get wise to the fact that you are outsourcing your social media. Now, again, to recap, I, I love these companies. I love the people who run them. I think they actually do provide value on some level. I just don't think they can be your social media and your main source for what you do. I just don't think that's healthy for you and your organization over the long run. So what does that mean? What should you do? How do you solve this problem? One, I think you should you should not be afraid to go a little slower. Uh, don't be afraid to, to pump the brakes a little bit and think through how you want to do this. And maybe you don't crank out as much content. Maybe you decide, you know what, I'm going to go a little bit slower, but I'm going to create content that's true to who we are. And yes, you may not be able to create it as fast as you could if you were using one of these other social media companies, but the stuff is going to be authentic to who you are. The other option you have, which I think is also a very viable option, is is you accept a little bit lower quality in the output of what you're putting out. You may say, I'm not a designer, but you know what? Our people know it's coming from us and it's authentic to who we are and and people will respect you for that. Take it like this. Imagine you have this really well-designed, beautiful photo of these, again, these young adults who look great, but the reality is is they're not from your church and you post it on social media because it's got a really catchy verse and it's got a really great font. Okay, that may perform well, but I bet a photo from your iPhone of a volunteer who loves kids and you giving kudos to them is going to way outperform that. Even if it's not a professional photo and it's one you took on your iPhone and you, you know, you threw a filter on there and it doesn't look perfect, but the fact it's real and authentic and it's you, that kind of content, that's the content that people love. That's the content they're going to come back for. And that's the content they want to share with others because it's real and it's authentic and it's who you are. So you stick to that and then you're really going to reach people and you're really going to engage people on a level that's going to give your brand value over the long run. So that's me and that's straight to the point on why you should stop outsourcing your social media. If you like this podcast, and I hope you do, leave me a rating on iTunes. I would love to hear from you or even subscribe. That would be even better. So hope you enjoy this podcast. Love talking to you and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.